Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast. Current events, local, world news, and trending. I am your host, Doug Clement, Ontario, Canada. And welcome to the Monday Morning Show, Coffee With You. for joining me this morning well looking out my window this morning it is a cloudy rainy monday morning and uh this week uh the kids all over ontario um are on their spring break which was postponed from march so this week they get to have their week off and um, you know, with our with our lockdowns, our shutdowns, stay-at-home orders going on, you know, there's no better day today than to do some activities with your children and some ideas to uh, to give you here that you can do with your kids on rainy days like this. Or even when the weather gets nice, we get some sunny days this week, which we will. You know, one thing that kids really like to do, the little ones out there, you know, the sunshine and warm weather is back. So break out the bubbles for the little kids. Point out to your kids how the light can make those bubbles look like magical rainbow color fears. You can make your own bubbles as well. You know, enjoy some nature activities with your kids. You know, now that you can get outside without having to wear your snowsuit, enjoy some of the new life spreading around you. Play games outside. Go on a treasure hunt or camp in the backyard. Learn about the new plants that are sprouting with your kids and take note of the animals returning to the landscape. You know, when you go on nature walks with your kids and stuff like that, I mean, it's, it's, it is educational for them. Learning about different plants. Watch the watch the uh, the leaves start to sprout on the trees. Now you know, kids. I mean, they're easily entertained, and as and you know, as adults, you know, we know how important that really is to entertain the kids. Now, 
you know, even just, you know, when you're outside, I mean, the kids can read outdoors on a nice day. You know, you can plan an afternoon reading uh, picnic during spring break. You can do it in your household right now, too, because it's a rainy day today on Monday. And you can make up your own stories. What matters most is the quality of time you spend showing your kids the importance of sitting down with a good book. You know, put those electronics away. There's so much more to explore in a book than playing a video game. Now, even though we have, you know, our, our lockdowns, our shutdowns and stuff like that, we'll still be able to get outside. You know, today's not the greatest day for it because it's raining, but on a sunny day this week, you know, you can take the kids to a park. Make that your little road trip because kids like to go on the swings, they like to go on the climbers. It gets them the energy, get some running. It's some playing outside. You know, you can sit down and say, where do you want to go? What do you want to do today? Because the ideas coming from kids are great. Teach the kids about gardens. Now that the ground has thawed and that the barren patch of dirt is, is uh, protected, uh, is, uh, is begging for some color, plant spring flowers with your children during their time off from school. Take them to the nursery and let them choose some flowers for your spring gardens. Teach your children about plants and assign them duties to tend to the garden. So you let your children pick out a plant that they want to put in the ground and show them how to take care of it. And of course, music. Music is always great for kids. Kids like to, to listen to music. And there's all kinds of great kids music out there. Spend time sharing your favorite songs. You know, spend some time sharing your favorite songs with them and bring the music to life with fun activities, such as musical chairs or a family dance party. Host a family movie night. After a, dizzy, after a busy day of playing outside with the kids or whatever you're doing with the kids and your evening with a family movie night, but make it an extra special movie night. Turn your home into a movie theater complete with concession stand, homemade movie tickets, and even movie, movie reviews, you know, after the credit, re, after, after the uh, credit reviews.
Stay busy on rainy days, you know, especially like today. The importance of doing activities with your kids is, is, is to just keep their minds open, keep their minds going. These unpredictable spring showers can put a damper on outdoor plans during spring break. So have a backup plan in place with indoor activities to keep kids busy. Have them make artwork that you can frame and hang together or engage in a create creativity writing activity. Finger painting. You must have some little paint sets around for the kids that they can use. Play with plaster scene. Now you can even start your own holiday traditions over the spring break. It's an excellent time to get ready for the upcoming spring holy days like Easter, Ramadan, if you, if you celebrate them, you know, but Easter's come and gone. So, you know, that's always a fun activity to do around that time because it's a, a week old. But when it comes to crafts, Break out all the pastel paint colors and get crafty with projects. Learn how to make beautiful flowers out of paper or make some birdhouses for all the feathered friends returning to the landscape. You can also paint flowers, paint flower pots, and then plant some seeds in them. Hey, thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Doug from London, Ontario, Canada. This morning, I just want to go over some things that, uh, you know, parents can do with their, with their uh, small children. This is the spring break here in Ontario, Canada, which was um, postponed from March. There's some create creativity things that parents can do with their kids, you know, especially on a rainy day today, you know, doing indoor activities. Getting them to, you know, make pictures, do some finger painting, get out the pastel paints. Unfortunately, there isn't any day camps, but still we're going to have some sunny days this week and it's a great time to, to get the kids out and explore, you know, other areas of the city, the parks, the plants, you know, teach the, the, the children the importance of our plants, the importance of our trees. Pick up some plants so that you can teach the kids how to, how to plant them, how to take care of them. You can even enjoy a playcation right in your own home, right in your own backyard, because here in Ontario, you may or may not know, we are in a lockdown. We are in a stay at home order in a state of emergency with this COVID-19. But this is the spring break for the kids and this is the time to be creative. 
And the playcation doesn't always have to be just outdoors. You can do it indoors, your basement. You can start making forts. You have a big cardboard box. You know, you can use, back in the day, you know, kids used to take their blankets and make tents out of them. You know, so this is the time, you know, to put away the phones and other electronics. And use your imagination with the kids. Build forts or create a cardboard car, uh, pirate ship. You know, there's no limit to the amount of, of, of quality in, in the imaginary play, you know, that you can have with the little ones. You know, and we could also, you know, sit down with the kids, you know, because, you know, we are going to have a summertime. We are going to be able to go camping. We are going to be able to go to the lake. We're all we're going to be able to go to the cottages. So this is a perfect time to start maybe planning your summer vacation and have the kids involved in that discussion. You know, take some time to plan a summer vacation together. Involve the kids in sketching out the, the possible places you can go and the, act, and the activities that you can do. Make a list with them. Discuss the options. And discuss the pros and cons with them. And at the end of the spring break, you know, everybody can, you know, cast a vote for what they want to do this coming summer. And this is great practice on this on the spring break of, of getting your kids doing activities, getting your kids away from the screen. Keep their minds, you know, keep their minds open because there's just so many things that you can be doing with, with, with children. You know, I was reading an article, you know, when we're going through this period of time, this rough period of time, you know, this really affects us all mentally and physically. And, you know, kids, you know, they're, they, 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 they have that ability to, to know something is wrong. They know when their parents are feeling down. You know, and kids just want to play. You know, that's what they want to do. And as adults, it can be difficult to, to set our feelings aside, you know, and get that ambition to get up and say, hey, you know what? We're going to do some baking today. Or we're going to do some coloring today. We're going to do something in and around the house today because, you know, kids need to be entertained. Now, the activities that you do with your children, you know, goes a long way. Say hey, thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. I was just, you know, talking out here a little bit, you know, 
Um, it is the spring break um, for um, all Ontario kids this week. Um, it was postponed from March. So they are on their spring break. And I'm just going over some things that, you know, kids can, um, things that you can do with your kids. Whether it's indoor or outdoor, is it, you know, it's time, you know, for parents, you know, to get creative. Playing board games. I know everybody remember remembers what those are, right? You know, for the for the older ones, you can play Monopoly. You know, I mean, they must have gotten some sort of games or, or something for for Christmas. Maybe you picked them up some games, or you maybe you picked them up some puzzles for Easter. We know how important it is to to you know to spend that family time together with the little ones, you know, and, and keep them busy. Whether you want to paint rocks, finger painting, what is going what is going on with the COVID? What is going on with the COVID where? Here in Canada, here in Ontario? Is that what you're asking me? What's going on with the COVID here in Ontario is that we are in lockdown, stay-at-home orders. State of emergency has been declared because the outbreaks are are, are off the charts here in Ontario, Canada. So while kids are on their spring break, there's no better time than to start doing activities with them just to keep them busy. Now, I mean, all kinds of things are happening. You know, uh, I was looking at a couple of stories here. Um, One in particular, I think it was in Guelph, Ontario. Um, They want to open up. I mean, they're having, they're having their, their, um, they're having their protests, you know, they want to work, you know, I mean, right now, you know, the, the, the small business, the non-essential businesses, they can, they can, uh, you can do curbside pickup. You can you can order online. You know the government here in Ontario, um, this time with the WalMarts and the Costco's, they have to rope off, block off any non-essential items. They cannot sell them. WalMarts they do sell groceries, so basically that's all you're going to be doing in a Walmart big box stores like Costco, they sell groceries. That's all you're going to be able to do in a Costco. 
trying to make a level playing field here for all these other non-essential businesses because for the first two lockdowns, Walmarts and the big box stores made record profits with a little guy out of shutter their doors. So in Guelph, they're, they're still showing their dismay, you know, because they want to be able to, you know, have customers come in their stores like, you know, we did before the lockdown and that, but uh, understandably it is difficult, you know, like again, our restaurants too, as well. I mean, there's no indoor, indoor or outdoor dining. This is going to go on till at least may the 8th so we're only you know five five days in into this third stay-at-home order lockdown and state of emergency has been declared because we're not doing all that great and the problems arise in the workplaces. This is where the outbreaks are. Yes, some of the work break, uh, outbreaks are from partiers. People, you know, having a hundred people in their house. Believe me, it's happened and it's happening. The community spread. Yes, we've had some outbreaks in our, in our, in our public schools. The university here in the city of London, where I reside, makes up over half of the outbreaks in this city from the university students. Off-campus partying, not doing what they're supposed to be doing while they're living on campus. 132 university students with COVID-19. You know, I was talking to uh, a friend of mine the other day and, you know, we talked about, you know, um, the, the students, you know, 19, 20 years old, um, you know, they want to get out, they want to get out and party and things like that. But, you know, my point is that they're old enough and they're smart enough to go to university and they should be old enough and smart enough to realize that this is not the time to be gathering and having your parties. And they should be old enough to understand the seriousness of this virus. And I was looking at another article here, um, the local article here in the city, you know, they were going by postal codes um, of different areas of the city, of the hotspots. And it came, it came no surprise to me that the postal codes around the university had the highest rates. It didn't surprise me at all. 
Now, apparently, the university, um, they would be doing their online exams. And those who lived in residence are to pack their bags and go home. Just over this weekend, and why some of them are still there, I have no idea. We have another outbreak at one of the residents on campus. They know better, you know, they, they, they just do. And, you know, if they want to, um, you know, disregard the rules, you know, go home and disregard them. Go back and move in back in with your parents and disregard the rules and see how far you get. We had two university students um, back uh, St. Patrick's Day. March 17th, two university students, they hold a house party. Now what happens when that house party gets bro uh, broken up, the, the host of the parties, they, they get a summons that they will have to appear in court and the minimum fine is $10,000 for hosting that party. Now, if that fine is ordered by the courts, who's gonna pay for that fine? Your mom and dad gonna pay for that fine? So I'll tell you right now, if you're my kid and you held a party and you got that $10,000 fine, you can bet your sorry ass that you're going to be paying it yourself. And you can get as many extensions from the court as you wish, but it would not be coming out of my pocket. It'd be a well less, it'd be a lesson learned if that's what it takes. The citizens of this city, including myself, are not happy with the university students or the university at this point in time. If you can't control your residents who are living on campus, you have a problem. And if you can't control the ones living off campus, you have a problem. Whether you live on campus or off campus is up to the university to set the rules straight. You're a student of that school. You are here visiting this community to go to school and you are to act accordingly. You want to know what it's like to live on your own. You want to have more responsibilities. 
You want to act like a grown-up. I mean, some grown-ups don't act very well anyways, but still, you need to be responsible. Now, it looks like Canada's going to get one million vaccines this week. Now, if you don't know, um, here in Canada, Canada's the only country in the world that when it comes to the Pfizer and the Moderna vaccines, that one shot will be given out and then you'll have to wait four months for your second dose. We're the only country in the world doing this to get as many needles in the arms as possible. And right now the government is targeting all the hotspots, the essential workers. And as long and including uh, still people in the community who are um, 60 plus to 70, I think it is. So they'll be integrating all that as well because all the outbreaks, you know, is workplace. And then of course, community spread. And this is part of the reason why, you know, we're back into this, this lockdown, you know, because, you know, starting the vaccines, of course, you know, we, we're, we're taking care of the most vulnerable people, our elderly people in the retirement in the retirement homes and nursing homes, people 80, 80 years older, you know, who are still able to live in their homes, targeting 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 those individuals and then of course moving down the age group was, wasn't working when you have workplace outbreaks you have to target that area and this is why we are back in this lockdown, stay-at-home orders, and the state of emergency has been declared. And now they're going to start doing this. You know, sometimes, you know, sometimes we get things right, sometimes we get things wrong. And we got it wrong this time. And I guess it's going to be a lesson learned. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada. So getting a million doses this week, and it's only going to be um, it looks like it's only going to be from uh, from Pfizer. And the uh, Moderna vaccine is playing catch up. In a way, we're expecting Moderna to make good on a previously promised batch of 855,000 COVID-19 vaccine doses where they were expected last week. 
but have yet to arrive. That's the Moderna vaccine. 855,000 doses of the Moderna is on backlog. Promises, 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 promises. It doesn't matter what the government says. It doesn't matter what our, per, our, our procurement uh, uh, individual says who's in charge uh, of making sure that, you know, Moderna, uh, Moderna and, and Pfizer uh, are going to stick to their promises. It's like someone telling you they're going to promise they're going to do something and they're standing there with their fingers crossed behind their backs. It's delay after delay after delay. It's not helping. It is absolutely, uh, uh, the, the production process is on an epic level, you know, through, through uh, the uh, getting everything packaged, uh, getting into the, 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 uh, uh, the transportation, you know, it's huge. It's on the, it's a, you know, it's on an epic level all over the world. A vaccine campaign never seen before in our lifetime. It's very complex. But Canada is way behind. And we were way behind from from uh, getting out of the gate because like you say, you know, being the the the, uh, the process, we know that we know that um, uh, Pfizer um, they had to upgrade a facility in Europe in order to start, you know, be able to fill these orders. You know, so you know that was the beginning of the setback. But you know, getting a million doses of the Pfizer. Um, this week is, is, is really good. Um, and they are going to be targeting the hotspots. And those hotspots right now, and it's always been mostly the greater Toronto area. Larger population. The city, the, you know, the, the greater Toronto area, the city of Toronto, you know, is the capital of Ontario. And that's where all the all the most of the outbreaks are coming from. And now the government, you know, is really starting to listen to uh, the the the, the uh, top doctors in uh, disease and in in, uh, in infection that we need to target these hotspots. We need to get these these um, needles into the arms of these individuals, not just in the workplaces, but in the neighborhoods that being mostly affected. And of course, the, the reason why the government chose, you know, whether it's the Moderna or the Pfizer, um, after your first shot, it'll be extended four months. We're the only country in the world that's doing this. to get the needles into the arms. But of course, 
you know, like you say, the production, everything like that, you know, it's slowing things up. You know, we're not doing as, as well as other countries are with the vaccines. You know, I mean, well, okay. I mean, that's great that they're doing that with the uh, AstraZeneca vaccine to give them, give them the single dose, give them, or give them that, give them that one shot. Um, but they're not, yeah, yeah, you're doing three months. You know, Canada's doing four months. You know, across the entire country. So, um, the other problem that, um, you know, we're running into here too, once the vaccines are here, whether, whether it's the, um, uh, the AstraZeneca, um, or whatever the case may be, um, people are changing their appointment times or, or making new appointment times because they don't want to get the AstraZeneca shot. They want the Pfizer and Moderna and we can't have this. You know, we can't be picking and choosing what vaccine that we want. The important thing here is, is getting the needles in the arms. what be may be able to uh, pick and choose. The problem is, is that when they're picking and choosing, then, you know, those, those, those appointments were filled. And then, you know, another place that's doing the Pfizer or the Moderna. So you want to go there. It's leaving vacancies that, that, that could have been filled is what the problem is. Right. I think, I think what we need to, well, I mean, if, you know, if you have the right to choose what goes, what goes into your body, I mean, of course we do. We're going to put whatever you want to put in your body. You want to put drugs in your body. You want to put alcohol in your body. You know, you want to just eat McDonald's every single day, put that in your body. Yeah, we, we, we have the right to choose what we want to eat and when we want to do that, right? But if people want to get out of this mess... The vaccines, what they have is available. Take the vaccine. What are you waiting for? You're going to wait. You're going to hold the door. Is that what people are going to do? You know, just like, you know, people, you know, thought when uh, uh, God was holding, uh, was, uh, was giving old brains. They thought they, someone thought they said train. So you held the door. You take what you can get, you take what is available. It's not about picking and choosing and I have the right to do whatever I want with my body. It has nothing to do with that. You want to hold the door, go ahead and hold the door. But if you want to get out of this, then take the vaccine. It doesn't matter. Just get vaccinated. You know, if Johnson and Johnson, you know, becomes available here, you know, people are going to say, no, I don't want Johnson and Johnson. Johnson and Johnson is a single shot. You don't have to wait for a second dose from Johnson and Johnson. 
Pfizer and Moderna, you do. So if you get a Pfizer shot, you're going to wait four months. And they might extend that to five. The point is, we're trying to get as many as needles in the arms as we possibly can to get people protected to whatever the vaccine is going to give you. Well, right now they are, you know, with the extra, with the AstraZeneca, the Moderna, the Pfizer. Uh, Canada has approved uh, Johnson and Johnson. We just haven't gotten anything from Johnson and Johnson yet, but when that comes in, it's already been approved. So you know, we, you know, we're looking at. We already have the Pfizer. We have the the the, the uh, Moderna. Uh, we have the um, AstraZeneca, and eventually we're going to have the Johnson and Johnson. So targeting, you know, um, well, that's what they're doing, and you know, if if they did that in the uh, United States, which they 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 probably have. You know, here in Canada, we haven't done it for emergency use. We're approving these vaccines based on the science. This is why we don't have, you know, it's been approved. We just don't have the shipping yet of, of Johnson & Johnson. We're not using the vaccines. We didn't approve them for emergency use. We approved them um, for their effectiveness, for their safety. That's what we approved them for. But we have, of course, we're, we're waiting for these shipments to come in. So, you know, hopefully with this uh, Moderna, you know, 855,000 um, doses, um, hopefully they'll, they'll, they'll start arriving this week or next week of the Moderna, which would be great. So... You know, we're in this lockdown, you know, third lockdown of this pandemic. And, um, you know, we have to, you know, just take the shot. And right now, more than 10 million doses um, have been distributed across Canada as of Sunday afternoon. COVID to the uh, according to the COVID nineteen tracker, with nearly eight million um, having been administered. So that's not bad. It's not bad, but it's not that it's not great. I mean, here in here in Ontario, we've only basically, you know, twelve percent has been vaccinated in this province of of uh, 14 and a half million people in this province. But, you know, out of the 10 million and nearly 8 million have already been administered, you know, for uh, 
out of the, out of that, so almost twenty percent of the population has received at, at least one shot. So we're getting there. And uh, like I say, that the you know the hardest hit areas is the Greater Toronto area, and they have to they have to get into the you know they're even they're even getting out mobile units to go to these places and to get people vaccinated. So hopefully, you know. Um, a 30 a 30 day lockdown stay at home order um again our restaurants no more indoor outdoor dining non-essential uh businesses you can do online ordering and like i said about the walmarts and the costcos uh they had to chain off block off all their non-essential items um you know, put out a, a level playing field um, for all businesses out there. But you know what? It's a little too late for that because the Walmarts and the Costco's already made their record profits. We should have done that the very first time we locked down a year ago. We should have made the Walmarts and the Costco's, the big box stores, block off rope off or do what you got to do and not sell the non-essential items. We should have done that. But now we're just doing it. Now, of course, here in Canada, I mean, you have um, the monies that the government is giving out to people who are off work because of the lockdowns and shutdowns. Um, I still, I still think it is around $500 a week. But even when we start to open up here and, and we did it regional, we did it regionally is what we did. And the greater Toronto area, um they they basically stayed in lockdown they they've been in lockdown since november 2020 where they couldn't have where they couldn't have indoor and outdoor dining and their movie theaters and their gyms and their small businesses were all shuttered or other parts of the provinces were able to open up But then things start to spread like wire, wildfire again. You know, this time last year, we were in lockdown. We were in lockdown to almost the end of May. Kids didn't go back to school. They, you know, when, when, the, when they had their March break last year, they didn't return to school until the following, until this following September. Schools in, are all around Toronto are closed, not only for the spring break that they're getting right now, they're closed. 
serious outbreaks in the public schools. I think we have something like five, five or six public schools here in the city of London. They're closed and they're going to be closed till after this, after the spring break as well, because of outbreaks. And our educational minister, you know, wants to keep the schools open, says they're going to keep the schools safe. And yet the entire public school system in the greater Toronto area has shuttered their doors until even after the spring break. We've been seeing over whether they they were reporting something like um, 4,500 cases per day here in Ontario. 4,500 cases per day. And this is why, again, we're in this lockdown, shutdown, stay-at-home orders. The hospitals are transferring patients around to make room for people who are coming in with COVID. And we're talking people who are in their 20s. The majority of them in their 20s. And now going to the hospital. The majority of them. They're trying to prevent the hospital from being overwhelmed by transferring other patients out who they can to make room for the patients And our ICUs are full. And that's why I say it's, you know, it's so important to take the vaccine that is available. It's not eeny, meeny, miny, moe. If you want to stand there and hold the door, well, then that's your business. How many people are going to stand there and hold the door? And it's just going to prolong your vaccination is what it's going to do by doing that. It's just going to prolong your vaccination. And they're going to say, why can't I get this? Why can't I get that? Well, because it's not available right now. This is what's available. Take what is available. That's the way it is. But I thank you for taking the time out of your morning to join me here on the Truckers Podcast. It's always a pleasure. Thank you for the likes. I enjoy coming out here talking to you. And uh, I appreciate you coming out here and listening and following me. And um, yeah, I will be back out. Uh, Let me see now. What is today? Oh, today is Monday. Well, sometimes I come out 
you know, it might be the middle of the week of a big story comes out and, you know, I think it's important to talk about it. Um, or generally um, Saturday morning, Sunday morning and Monday mornings. Um, I'll be out here, obviously, it's, and it's always at 9 a.m. So 9 a.m. Saturday, Sunday and the Mondays. And like I said, if something comes up that I think is um, interesting enough, then I, and I think that you should hear it. Um, I would start, uh, I would start a show on that, but, um, we'll see what happens. You know, I mean, I do have, uh, I do have other things to do like everybody else, like yourselves and that. So, um, again, thank you for your time. And enjoy the rest of your your Monday and the rest of your week as I return back to work tomorrow, Tuesday through Friday. Mondays are my day off. That's why it's possible to do this show on Monday mornings. So take care, everybody. Be safe out there. And behave. Behave yourself.